Welcome to our school's podcast. Here we're going to show you how teachers, parents, and pupils can share advice, tips, and know-how to bring the best out of all of us. Learning is a joint experience, and through our series of interviews, we can all learn more and achieve even greater things. Here is this week's host. Welcome to our third podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Alexander, and today we're going to talk about student mental health. And today we have with us three guests, and let me introduce you to them. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Adora Tennyson. I'm Hannah Smith. And this is Africa. Okay, why don't we get started? So we're dealing with a lot of stuff going on. I mean, obviously, uh, kids today, you guys deal with a lot of things that go on. Growing up's not easy. Um, but the one thing that we have with us that we've been dealing with for the past two years, um, COVID. And you guys have a lot of stuff to deal with with COVID. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So why don't you guys talk about mental health and what are some of the challenges that kids today are facing? Um, I think with COVID, especially since you're not getting out of the house as much as now there is, but like especially a couple months ago, like a year ago, there wasn't anything to do and you couldn't leave the house. There wasn't like any social life. And I know for me, so I thrive off being social and being around friends. And I got like, everything with COVID makes me so sad. Like you're not around people, you're not talking to people, you're not really going to like social events. And when you are, there's like still limitations. What about, what about you? Um, I know that COVID did a really big number on mental health. Um, I know it realized for a lot of people that they started to realize that they do have mental problems. Like they started to realize that they have depression, they have anxiety, because for me, that's how I actually discovered that I had my mental problems. Um, and I just know that COVID was just a really big thing for everybody to deal with and everybody tried to cope with it. But it was just one of those things where people were like, I can't get a handle on this, especially with their mental health and having to deal with such a big change from being able to go to doing whatever they want to now being so limited in, in this tight little space, I guess you would call it. Isolated. Yeah. 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 And I know freshman year, um, especially like starting high school, I was so stressed. And I would definitely like mask or avoid all my mental issues like depression and anxiety with school. And then sophomore year, like we were only in school half the time and I was at home most of the time and I realized, oh, like I can't really, this isn't something I can avoid, it's something have to come forth and deal with. Yeah, I know, you know, it's it's difficult, especially when you're isolated and you're locked up at mm-hmm. home with your parents and it's not something you want to talk about with your parents. Right. Um, and mental health is really a tricky situation, wouldn't you say, Mrs. Africa? It, it is extremely difficult and I, I think you're right with being at home makes it difficult because there's some things, even close families, you know, there's certain things you're not comfortable sharing that you probably would with a therapist or school counselor. And that's why we, you know, really wanted the students back so they had access. Um, so many even lean on teachers and, and peers that they weren't able to see. So we've definitely seen that decline. And, and unfortunately, with everything going on, getting into for mental health treatment is, is difficult right now. The wait lists are extremely hard. Yeah, 
it, so they are providing a lot of um, like national numbers and ways to text. Um, I know Montgomery County um, is starting a new thing in, in July. And I know Hannah posted the, um, yeah, the, posters. the posters, which is awesome. That's it's a text brave. Um, you can also text for hope, which is just for Ohio. Um, so they can kind of get you resources a little bit quicker sometimes. Um, and there, there are a lot of community agencies, but I just encourage students to reach out to their counselors, school therapist. Every building in our district has a school therapist available. And I do feel like we're catching on. I have students email me all the time, which I think email helps um, because that initial introduction isn't face-to-face and, like, are we able to meet? Yeah, Here's what's so going scary. on. It's not so scary. So, And I think what you guys are doing is excellent. Like, encourage people to talk. You know, put up the posters. Say, hey, we have a school therapist. That's the best way to help. Most definitely, because I think, you know, the stigma of not talking about your problems, um, you know, I I talked to somebody a few weeks ago, and it's, you know, there's there's the cultural perspective. Some cultures, yeah. you don't talk about depression. We spoke of that at, um, at one of our student, student meetings. Yeah. Um, and then I know um, I was talking to a person, and, you know, you just, it's very sometimes disheartening to, you know, you feel like you're giving up when you, when you speak about that you have a crisis going on. And I don't think people realize that it is a health situation. You know, I mean, when you are struggling, struggling mentally, it is a health situation because it affects you health wise. And I think when you're young, you don't want to talk about it. And I think like also boys, especially don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And I think high school boys are probably the most social social creatures there are. Mm-hmm. And because boys are told, like, oh, well, if you do that, that's, like, feminine if you feel sad. If you, like, mm-hmm. why are you sad? Like, that's that's not manly of you or anything. Like, um, my dad, in my freshman year, he killed himself. And I know, especially in, like, certain families, it's just not, like, certain problems just get dragged under the rug and I think that talking about mental health and putting out resources and saying to everybody especially like boys teenage boys just says okay this is okay I can feel like this and there's nothing wrong with that and I have this community of people who are willing to give me resources and help and giving me like a safe place to come and talk mm-hmm that's also um, another thing is that if you ever feel like your friends like in danger or anything, you know, in danger of hurting themselves, in danger of hurting anybody, you know, make sure that you definitely reach out to somebody about that. Like, just even if you feel bad for calling out your friend, you put their safety first. You are putting them first, you know. I would agree with that. I can't stress that enough. I, I have had several students reach out for appear and, and come and, and you can tell they're scared and nervous and I always assure them I mean you are you're doing the right thing you're saving a life yeah, you know I've and even if they know before. it's you right and they're upset it, with you I'd rather like them it feels like you're betraying betraying their trust but then you have to just like weigh like is their safety more important or them like trusting you for this specific instance more important right and even if they are upset with you typically you know once treatment is started and they start to, to really deal with um, all their emotions and what's been going on and probably everything they've bottled in for so long. Typically, there's a thank you, right. and, you know, and it may not be right away, but you get it and you have to pat yourself on the back for doing it. 
So it takes courage, but it's totally worth it. Right. And I, I think there's one thing. People need to validate mental health because it, it's not something that you can push under the rug mm-hmm. um, because it, it, it's an emotion and it's feelings. And definitely, I think, with kids of all ages mm-hmm. because we all feel something. And um, I think that's one thing that I've noticed, um, especially being here in Mad River, I've, Mad River, I've seen some cases where kids have... Um, they feel more confident in going to their school counselors or their teachers to say something. And I think that's that's the wonderful case. Um, and a lot of kids don't realize that, that we do have some great resources and we have some great um, teachers and counselors. We, yeah, I couldn't agree more not to. <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, our, our school counselors are awesome. Our therapists are great. You know, and we're always looking for new resources. And, you know, we were able to get um, Samaritan Behavioral Health and Spurt in I here. I love, like, Samaritan Health, like, the mm-hmm. bigger... And I forget the human's name, but they're both they helped me a lot, and I that's one of my like favorite resources because it doesn't feel it feels a little bit more like like when you're talking to like a school therapist, it like they, it's like they know they know you and they've still like been growing up with you, so like especially having some mental health, it's like almost a little less personal, and that helps a little bit to talk about like deeper things, you know. I don't know, I don't necessarily feel, not necessarily judged, but just a little bit easier to talk to somebody that I don't Really know, like you're not seeing on a daily basis, right. or, yeah. and that and that's and a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the great thing about therapy is the person doesn't know you, and yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're there to listen to you, and they can give you a perspective because they don't know you. Right. And I think that's the great thing. And you know, it's like I told somebody is, you know, the great thing about our school counselors and therapists, we're paying them to be here to help you. Mm-hmm. So reach out to them. Um, they're here for you. They're here for our students, and they're here to offer you valuable v- advice and resources that um, that you wouldn't otherwise have. And it's free. Yeah, it's Correct. free. Yes, <laughs> it's free. Yes, and, and we've worked with families and siblings, and yes. you know, we I've had family sessions, and um, obviously with releases and all. But you know, then we're, I speak with outside therapists all the time as well to make sure we're all on the same page. So I'm not telling you to do one thing, and they're saying, and you're like, wait, what's going on? So, it, and I know all the counselors and therapists do that. You know, we all try and be a collaborative team, which is great. What would you guys say to anybody out there who um, is struggling? I would say um, just definitely know that you are the strongest person out there. Don't make anybody feel like you aren't. You definitely are the strongest person out there dealing with this. And you're never alone during this. You have millions of people behind you. You have millions of people on your side. Even if your friends or family don't support you, you know, we're here for you. We hear you. We see you. And we're trying our best to make mental health more important and make it more seen to everybody. I think I would say that it's okay to be selfish about your mental health. It's okay if you need to take a break or maybe email a teacher and say, hey, this assignment is just, it's just not getting done tonight. I'm taking, I'm taking a break from everything. I think one thing that I struggle with is prioritizing so many different things, especially school over top of my mental health. And one of the things I've learned this year is that it's okay to not do that. And it's okay to just say to a professor, like, can I get an extension on this? Or take just a day, even if I have so much homework I could be doing, just take a day and have a day to myself and prioritize myself over other people, school, like, just, it's okay to be selfish when it comes to mental health. 
That's what I think that's what I would say. That's great. Mrs. Africa? I, I think it's taking care of yourself and, and you're not alone. I mean, that, that stands um, out so loudly. There are so many people that are struggling and we are all here for you, you know, so just reach out whether it's utilizing one of the national numbers or texting or emailing myself or one of the other counselors or therapists. Um, there are people to help. There are resources. And I think another big thing I want to say is that sometimes when you start therapy, it can be a little difficult because you are dealing with things that you've tried to kind of push away. So mm -hmm. don't ever give up. There's always hope. Yeah. Most definitely. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys opening up and letting us uh, into the world of mental health and giving us some insight on what kids are struggling with. And um, if anybody wants to reach out, um, Mrs. Africa is available at Stebbins. And of course, we have counselors at every one of our buildings. And Mrs. Weisenhunt is available at um, Central Office. And of course, contact anybody at any one of our schools. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you or listen to us uh, at one of our other podcasts.